Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be sharing some practical tips to help you do a mid-year reading check-in. I'll share some tips and ideas to help you evaluate your current reading life and how to reset, readjust and how to achieve your goals and have fun doing it. So whether your reading life and reading goals for this year is on track or you've veered way off course, I think you'll still find this episode useful. So stay tuned. Hi there, could you do me a favour really quick? Would you pretty please subscribe to the show, leave me a five-star rating if you like it, and share an episode or two with your bookish friends? Better yet, if you could drop a link to the show or to your favourite episode in your book club or bookish group chat, that works too. I promise it only takes a few seconds, it really helps the show, plus I'll be incredibly grateful for it. So thanks in advance and now on to the episode. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. Today, I'll be sharing some practical tips to help you do a mid-year reading check-in. Because we're halfway through the year and it's about that time. I mean, mid-year, we're reading and we need a check-in. Let's do it. So we're going to ask ourselves some questions today. You know, how are things going on in your current reading life? Are you on track to meet your reading goals? Have things in your life changed so much that you need to adjust, you need to reset, or you need to make completely new goals? We'll be asking these questions, we'll be answering them, and we're going to help you evaluate your current reading life and again, set or adjust your reading goals as required. Plus, we're going to help you make plans so that you can set and achieve these reading goals, whether old or new, so that you can see it through by the end of the year. Plus, we want you to have fun doing it. So, are you ready? Let's go. 
Okay, so the first step in doing your mid-year reading check-in is to evaluate your current reading life. So in order to evaluate your current reading life, I want you to revisit the reading goal, the resolution, or the intention that you set for yourself. So for example, whether you intended to read books written by women, or you resolved to read two books a month, you know, whatever those goals are, I want you to you know, take a look, evaluate and see how you're doing. And the first question you can ask yourself is, are you on track? Are you on track to achieve the reading goal, resolution or intention that you set? Other questions you should ask yourself as you're evaluating your reading life. Have you been successfully finding time to read? You know, how much time have you devoted to reading? What types of book have you been reading? Are you enjoying the books that you're reading? Are you satisfied with your current reading life? These are just some questions that you can ask yourself as you do your reading life evaluation. And if you're on track to achieving your reading goal, your resolution or your intention, that's great. You know, keep up the excellent work. But if the answer is no, maybe, or you're not sure to some of these questions, you know, don't worry. We'll help you reset. We'll help you make new goals. We'll make you tweak things so that they can fit you where you are in your current life right now. So at the end of the year or at the end of whatever period you set to achieve your goals, you can confidently say at the end that you achieved your goal, your resolution or your intention. So again, step one, evaluate your current reading life. Okay, so step two, reset, adjust or make new reading goals. So this is something you're going to do after reflection. So if you decide after reflection that you'd like to reset, adjust or make a new reading goal, that's perfectly fine and welcome. Because in my opinion, the most important thing is that you're taking the time to do a mid-year reading check-in and ensuring that your goals are still relevant, they're still in line with what you want to do and that they're still achievable. Okay, so let's break this down into three sections. So we're going to break it down into resetting, we're going to break it down into adjusting, and then we're going to break it down into making completely new reading goals, all right? So let's start with resetting. So if you decide that you want to still stick to your initial reading goal, your resolution or your intention, but you need to reset to feel inspired and get back on track, here are some things you can consider. So one thing to consider is maybe changing up your reading routine. You know, switch things up and maybe read in a different format, such as maybe opting for audiobooks or ebooks, so you always have something on the go. Another option could be to find a reading buddy or join a book club. You can also take some time to declutter your physical and digital bookshelves. Visit your local library or bookstore to get personalised recommendations for you. And of course, you know, think about maybe setting the mood and creating a cosy reading atmosphere that's tailored just for you. This is a great way to kind of breathe new life into your reading life, especially if you're sticking to the plan you already have set, but you just need something a little extra, you know, to kind of reset things, to kind of re-inspire you. Consider changing a few of these things. All these things are just great ways to kind of revitalize your life and re-inspire you. 
Okay, next, let's talk about adjusting your reading goals. So let's say your goal was to read more books this year. Maybe you set a numerical goal. Maybe you're saying, well, I want to read 20 books this year, but you're at the halfway point and you're realizing, okay, I've only read two. Now you're pressuring yourself to read 18 in six months as opposed to the 20 over 12 months. So, you know, adjust the goal if necessary, because it's it's not a bad thing. At the end of the day, you're still reading. So just tweak the number if necessary, because if you're not on track to meet your original goal, you have to adjust to make it more feasible so that you're not stressed. It doesn't feel like work and just all those negative feelings. Another thing you can do is break down your goals into smaller and more manageable pieces. So again, let's go back to the 20 book goal. You only read two so far. You have 18 for the rest of the year. In order to achieve it, you have to break it into something smaller. Because if you're sticking with the 18, you're going to say, well, right, I have six months, 18 books, six threes is 18. So I need to read three books a month in order to still achieve this goal. So maybe just focusing on three books instead of 18, that could be helpful. And I also recommend making a timeline for yourself. So let's go back to the original example. If you're realizing that reading three books a month is just not feasible for you, then scratch that. What is feasible for you? Is reading two books a month? Is reading one book a month more manageable? After you've broken things down, again, readjust if necessary and create a plan that works best for you. Because again, I consider reading fun, especially, you know, we're not reading for school. This is as a hobby. So we want to reduce the pressure as much as possible because real life is hard enough as is. So I highly recommend you make your reading life as easy as possible as it is for you. That's why I highly recommend adjusting your reading goal if necessary. Okay, and the third point is making new reading goals. Now, here's the thing. It's the middle of the year. We're doing our media reading check-in. And if you decide to completely scrap the goal you set before, that is fine too. Because again, life happens. Maybe your circumstances have changed. Maybe you're not feeling motivated by your current goals. Maybe you were just doing something because someone else was doing it. Maybe now is the time for you to empower yourself and do what you want to do. And it just might be the right thing to set a completely new goal, especially if it's not giving you joy. So when you're setting and making new goals, I want you to try and be as specific as possible because this way you can easily track and measure how well you're doing and what kind of progress you're making towards achieving your goal. So other things you can keep in mind as you're setting your new reading goals are, what do you want to achieve by when? So if you're using the calendar year, what would you like to achieve before the end of the year? What kinds of books do you want to read? What kinds of books do you find joy reading? How much time are you willing to commit to reading? And, you know, another thing to really think about is, do you prefer these specific goals that I'm sharing with you today? Or do you prefer something more open-ended that gives you more flexibility? So these are some things I want you to think about as you're making a new reading goal. I also have a previous podcast episode that is all about setting and achieving your reading goals. 
I highly recommend you listening to episode 60. I will include this in the show notes on the website, but episode 60 is all about how to set and achieve your reading goals. And I share practical tips in that episode so you can take action immediately. So uh, yeah, I hope you find that episode helpful. But regardless of whether you're resetting your goals, you're adjusting your goals, or you're scratching what you had set before and you're starting all over with brand new goals, the most important thing, in my opinion, is that you set goals that are realistic and achievable for you and where you are currently in your reading and personal life. Because we're all in different stages in our reading journey, uh, or reading moods can fluctuate, we can go through a season where we're reading more, we can go through another season where we're reading less. I just want you to be happy in your reading life and I just want you to be reading, especially if that's what you want to be doing. So uh, yeah, consider resetting, adjusting or making completely brand new reading goals. Okay, step three. Step three in our mid-year reading check-in is to come up with a plan to achieve your reading goals. So after we've reset, we've adjusted, or we've made completely brand new goals, now we need to create a plan of action. So this is where you're going to sit down and figure how you're going to achieve your reading goal. So let's go back to the example of wanting to read 20 books, you've only read two, but let's say you're sticking to your plan of wanting to read the 18 books in six months. So that breaks down to three books a month. So when you're creating your plan of action, the first thing I want you to ask yourself is, where will you find these books? If your goal is to read 18 books, where will you find these books? Are you planning to read from your existing bookshelves? Are you planning to borrow books from the library? Are you planning to buy books? How are you planning to source your books? Where are you planning to find these books? If you're planning to read 18 romance novels, you need a list of romance novels to kind of pull from. Um, creating a plan of action will look different for everyone. So I've just given those two examples there. But here are some things in general that I want you to keep in mind. So go back to what kind of resources will you need? What types of books are you looking for? Are you looking for books of a specific genre? Where are you going to find the books? Are you using your library? Do you have your own personal collection of books that you're wanting to read? Of course, the deadline of when you need to read these books by. So again, Again, we're working with three books per month for the 18 books example. But I also want you to think about, do these goals fit into your current lifestyle? Does it plan into your current work schedule? You know, how much time can you realistically devote to reading? These are just some questions I want you to ask yourself. Now, here's the thing. After you've answered these questions, you can start creating your plan that will help you reset, adjust, or make new reading goals. You might also discover that through answering these questions, your plan before goal, you might realize, eh, that's not so feasible. So now is also the time for you to adjust again if necessary. So if you're realizing that you can only dedicate 30 minutes to reading at the end of the day, 
Maybe you need to readjust your goal of wanting to read three books and maybe choosing to read two books because that is more realistic to the time you can devote to reading. Or maybe you're a slower reader and you're like, right, 30 minutes, it might take me a bit longer to get through two books because I read incredibly slow. Maybe I need to readjust it to one. So as you're making your plan, don't be afraid to readjust as necessary. But if you're determined to read those 18 books, maybe you need to adjust your life to meet said goal. So instead of only reading for 30 minutes, maybe dedicate an hour. So that way you're able to squeeze in more books. You can also consider listening to books in a different format. So if you drive to work, consider trying audiobooks maybe. Maybe use audiobooks while you're doing chores. Just create a plan that works with your life, but that will also help you to achieve your goal. However, if the plan isn't working with your life, adjust your goal to your life. All right. So yeah, that's step three, coming up with a plan to achieve your reading goal. Okay, step four is to keep track of your reading goal progress. So in order to actually achieve something, so in order to achieve your goal, you have to keep track. Now, you can do this in several ways. You can keep a reading journal, you can use a reading tracker app, or you can simply write down the books you read each month in a notebook. You can use a spreadsheet, whatever works for you. There are different methods on how you can keep track of your reading. Again, keeping track of your progress allows you to see how well you're meeting your goals and it also helps to keep you accountable. So again, for example, if you know that you need to read two books per week or three books per month, but you only end up reading one, this gives you something to work on for the following week or the following month. You see where I'm going? So no matter how you keep track of your progress, it's just important that you do because when you do, it helps you to be more accountable. So again, you can be old-fashioned, pen and paper, notebook, notepad, reading journal, reading app, whatever method works for you. Just run with it, but just keep track of your reading. Okay, step five is my personal favourite, and that is to just get started and enjoy the process. So reading should be enjoyable. Above all, it should be enjoyable. So don't put too much pressure on yourselves to achieve your reading goals overnight, all right? Instead, just take your time and find what works for you. And remember, if reading feels like a chore, take a break, switch up your plans, reset your goals, just do what you need to do so that reading gives you more joy and that you look forward to picking up your books. Because again, the point of reading is to enjoy it. So make sure that your reading goals reflect that. Now, if you're struggling to find ways to have fun while reading, here are some ideas. Read with friends and family members, join a book club, start a reading challenge, try different genres, and of course, visit your library and local bookstore to get personalised recommendations. Now, shameless plug here, we run three reading challenges throughout the year. I'll include links to them in the show notes. We also have a really fun book club and community, and the name of our book club is the Bring Your Own Book BYOB Club. Now, the best part about this book club is that we don't have 
have an official book club pick. Instead, we invite you to read what you want and then come to our monthly meetings and tell us all about it. So there's no more book club picks. There's no assigned reading. You can read the books that interest you. You can read the books that align with your reading goals. So it's an easy, no pressure way to just show up, share the book you've read, meet new people, make meaningful friendships. And again, you are sharing the book you've read with a group of book lovers. Because I can tell you right now, we're a group that will chat books all day, every day with anyone who will listen. But we especially love listening and hearing more about the book you've read that you loved, or maybe you didn't like it too much. Either way, we want to hear from you. So I'd love it if you join us. Visit bibliolifestyle.com forward slash community. And I really hope you'll join us. Because no matter what your reading goals are, the most important thing is that you enjoy the process and that you find ways to have fun. So readers, I hope you found today's episode informative and helpful, maybe inspiring, maybe this wasn't something you were thinking about. But regardless, if you were planning to do a mid-year reading check-in, or you felt inspired by the episode to do one, I hope you'll consider trying some of these tips and ideas that I've shared with you today. If you have your own methods that have been working for you, I want to hear from you as well, so send me an email. And whether or not you're planning to do a check-in or not, but you've listened to this episode anyway. I hope you'll consider sharing this episode with your bookish friends as well. So drop that link in the group chat, send them an email, however you communicate, share it with your friends. And I'd especially love it if you would just hit those five stars, leave me a five star rating. And if you have some extra time, leave me a review as well. I love reading the reviews. I appreciate them so much and they really, really help the show. So uh, yeah, uh, that's it for now. Thanks as always for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.